one topic that clients are extremely afraid of, and we don't like to talk about it a lot, right? This is laminitis. I get a lot, a lot of inquiries about laminitis, and by far one of my least favorite diseases to treat. Extremely common, and use a lot more than you care. My most heralded frustration. Right? So, for any horse owner, horse trainer listening to this, it's as frustrating for us as it is for you. With more than 15 years of equine sports medicine and rehab experience, the visionary and founder of Performance Equine Vet Services, an equine performance innovative center, your host, veterinarian Alberto Rulon, is here to keep you informed on all things sports medicine, rehabilitation, and equine business. This is a stride above. So, a lot of people, a lot of clients think that laminitis is one-time thing that gets treated the same way every time. And one of my favorite things to say is that this, this is not engineering. This is not accounting. It's not architecture. This is a little bit of science and a whole lot of art. Can you comment a little bit on that? Here's the biggest comment I can make on this. Use your radiograph, use your science part of it. Listen to the horse. Yep. And here's one thing I will say. I have shot horses with W shoes. And then be happy. And take the same, if you look at a radiograph, of another horse that looks identically the same. We could lose them. We lose them. That mm -hmm. quick. Mm -hmm. um, then you take Rick Redden's Ultimate, put them on them, and you go through the wedge protocol, and they're never happy, and they crash. You go back, that same horse, you pull them to wet it off, or you're losing them, and you put them back in the, you put them in a W shoe, and bam, you've got this horse turned around. He's growing foot. He's things are doing well. But guys, girls, horse owners, don't let it. This is a frustrating, tough, tough process. And it's a process, not a science. It's not, it's not pull this magic shoe out of your toolbox. There's no such thing. And, and I, and I had a podiatrist tell me one time, he says, Clayton, there's no wrong way to shoe a laminitis horse as long as he's sound. Mm -hmm. And that's, and so you can read all this stuff you want. And, and, and they say, well, you should do this. And they send x-rays and they send videos, and all that stuff. But until that farrier and that vet, or if the farrier is the vet, is working on that horse and can physically lay his hands on it, apply something that comes in his mind that's based off of science through physics, load, energy, leverage reduction, the whole nine yards that's all based off of science and what goes through our mind and biomechanics. We think, I'm going to make a home run on this horse. Guess what? You're not. And if you do one once in a while, guess what? 
you better mark that on the charts because you don't know when it's going to happen again. So, so the information that out, out there is on laminitis, if you notice when you read up on it, it's very dull. Mm-hmm. There's no one thing that says do this or do that. The only thing you really know is in that first 24 hours, get him on DMSO drip and ice. But from there out, how it affects, you don't know. And how your shooting is going to affect it, no. And it's the unknown that keeps us on a roller coaster. You know, it's ups and then downs. Ups and then downs. There's good days, there's bad days. You know, is there a fix for laminitis? For me, I don't feel there is. You know, now that's that's my opinion. I don't feel there's a fix for lemon. Can we treat it? Uh-huh. But will that treatment plan ever go away? Absolutely. How how common it is, in your opinion, to treat a laminitic horse successfully? That's a tough question right there. That's a tough question. <laughs> and you know, let me take you back some years. I used to think I was a cat's meow mm-hmm. on treating laminitis horses. I'd go put a reverse shoe on them, put a clog on them, turn these suckers around, he was in a shoe and a pad in no time. Well, I kind of got a reputation that Clayton is good at laminitis horses. Ain't nobody good at it. They they just fight to fight. You know, he... The resilient ones wins the race, um, and and you know we get some really easy successes. Like I said, the ones that you go put a clog on, everything's great. She starts growing foot, everything's doing well. And and anybody that knows anything about laminitis, that's our most heralded frustration is is getting perfusion or blood supply back to that foot to getting it to grow. We don't care how it grows; we just want it to grow. We can get it to grow. We can save the horse. But, you know, a flower doesn't grow on a rock very well. Not well. You know, so I would say you wanted to give her percentage now, almost 30 years in. If you're somewhere around 20, 25%, you're moving mountains. Mm-hmm. Understood. And within the same segue, treating laminitis you Google laminitis, right? And let's sort out things are gonna come and everybody's solving it with a different way. And we've gone through stages where we have people that do glue ons, we have people that do casting, we have people that do the wood block, we have uh surgeries available. We have um, hoof resections available. And our clients go through the research and they are looking at this and they're like, why don't we do this? Why don't we cut the tendon? Why don't we do the surgery? Why don't we do the resection? How do you handle that in your practice? How you how you tell to your clients, what, what are you doing? How you justify compared to 
the amount of things that has been done and tried. There's two things I look at. The financial state of the client. We're going to drag that client through. You know, that's, that's, that's another thing. And how much are, torture are we going to put that animal through? Those are the two main things. You know, I and and I don't never ask my clients what their budget is. Not my place to know. But I kind of come up. Here's what I've come up with on a round number. If you're willing, the day that horse founders, if you're willing to go all the way and try to save this horse, regardless, you're going to rack up a twenty twenty five thousand dollar bill so quick and make your head spin. Mm-hmm. Easy. It's fact. So that is where I go with it. I said, and, and when I handle my clients, I look at them. I said, okay, we don't have any radiographs. We don't have anything, nothing yet. This horse is very painful right now. This could go on for some time. We're going to deal with drugs, medication. We're going to deal with ice and feet. We're going to deal with shoeing. X-rays, the whole nine yards. Now, that's not getting into venograms if we need them or something like that. So, said and done, just normal shoeing and normal veterinarian on this horse, you're going to rack up about 20 grams quick, make your head spin. And then, how willing, what are you willing to put your animal through? And that's how I handle it with a client. And then, if they look at me and go, I want to fix him. I want I want to give it all I got to maybe give him two more years. Well, here we go. You know, and they need to know that that you can do everything you can. We can put him on the proper drug medical medical protocol. We can put him take him to your clinic and put him in that hyperbaric chamber. We can have them girls watch him and monitor him with drugs and IVs and all that stuff. We could shoe this horse and him be there a month and just sink and come through. Or we can drag this out with no change, little to no change, and then all of a sudden, six months in, we're growing a foot and he's sound. That is laminitis to the T. And, and, but I explain this as a farrier. I think it's my job before I call you, before I try to help them make the decision. And whatever the decision they make, if you get a laminitis horse that's standing for in so much pain and you opt to euthanize that horse, that's not a bad decision. And if you opt to go on, that's not a bad decision either. Such a great, this, this explains why you're so successful because the understanding and the way you explain that, and I hope you guys can rewind, especially if your horse is suffering through laminitis, if you have a friend of a horse and, or a horse of a friend that is suffering through this, please rewind and listen to what Clayton just said because this is so true and so important. Um, and I can never put it in better words. Thank you very much for that. That was very good. And this is what we're going to do. That is such a great point to stop and continue on the next series. That was very good. And I want to give our 
listeners the opportunity to share this, come back and look at it, listen to it again, and then we'll talk a little bit more in our next series. Thank you very much. This is Alberto Rujan with Clayton Wilber from Florida Ferrier Service. You guys have a great day.